Bay Area! Welcome to the program. It is No Work Today. I am Bill. I've got Hank. I've got Sal. Together we make No Work Today. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at No Work Today. Also, the website is up, www.noworktoday.com. Early flag on Hank for the cough while we're recording. Gentlemen, how are we doing? We did the NFC side. Let's do some AFC action. Yeah, we don't need to talk any more NFC where there were literally no winners, according to Bill. Couple of losers. Uh, the Saints lost. No Vikings win there. Fact. And the Falcons lost. More specifically. The, the Eagles didn't win. More specifically. So it was, it was two luck boxes fact. meeting in the NFC title game where, fact. again, no one will win. Fact. One will lose. Well, uh, look, if the Vikings win, then I'll be more convinced than if the Eagles win. But yes, you're right. Uh, more specifically than the Falcons and the Saints losing, Matt Ryan and Drew Brees lost. And uh, so that's the NFC side of the picture. I should be much more calm on this side of the picture uh-huh. because the AFC side, there was a lot less luck involved in these games. The Patriots easily handled the Titans. I thought the Titans were frauds all year long. The Chiefs, talk about luck. The Chiefs completely blew that. Uh, second time, only second time in history, there's been that big of a um, deficit overcome. And both times, it was the Andy Reid-led Chiefs. The he Chiefs, with, the Chiefs the Colts. Are, a, are a blow it machine. Well, it, w- it would have been a much better game. As you remember, week one, the Chiefs slapped up New England in New England. We would have had a much better game should the Chiefs had beaten the Titans. They did not. The Titans advance. Once again, Tom Brady's in the AFC Championship game. Your guys' thoughts? He's going to have a tough road against the uh, the Jags. Even though their defense gave up 45 or 42 or whatever to the Steelers, uh, I still think that if Ramsey can lock up Gronk, which I guess is a big if, but if he can, I think they got a puncher. You think Ramsey's going to be on Gronk? Yes. Sal, is it, Ramsey going to be on Gronk? Interesting matchup. I think there's a good chance he will be. Gronk's really one of Gronk's biggest advantages is the fact that if you're fast enough to keep up with him, you're too little, and if you're big enough, you can't keep up with him. And Ramsey is a little bit of an anomaly for a corner in that he is a very large man. The guy's the guy's built like a truck, even though he can run with some of the faster receivers. I think it might be a waste if you leave him on Cooks. We know how much New England likes to spread the ball around. If Cooks doesn't get a single catch, New England's not losing any sleep. Gronk is the one guy who's kind of their secret ingredient, so it might require some reshuffling by the Jags, but Jaylen I wouldn't be Ramsey's surprised. Jalen going to be on Gronk. Yeah, because here's the thing, too. Bouye is going to be hungry for some success after he... he, he the guy didn't, So he's going to be on Cooks? Oh, yeah. The guy didn't give up a TD all year, and then Ant Brown... Put him on. Well, those were some unfortunate Ant touchdowns. Brown that, was, that, was, him. that was great defense. True. I mean, I mean, <laughs> as great as you can be when well, a guy I mean, catches a TD on yeah, you. Yeah, but I, I'm telling you this: if I'm the defensive coordinator, I'm not upset with Bouye when he comes back to well, the sideline. Well, I, I think he's going to be highly motivated, and he matches up with Cooks, no okay. problem. It's All only. Right. It's, I only put a maybe on that though, because also Miles Jack is another guy who's a phenomenal athlete who could run with Gronk in the secondary. Um, he's like, if you remember him from UCLA, he played both running back and UCLA? linebacker. UCLA. UCLA? Uh, but he, considering he played both running back and linebacker, and he's a phenomenal athlete, he could also run with Gronk. It'll be interesting to see how much Jacksonville wants to switch up what they do and game plan specifically for the Pats versus just rolling out their normal D and saying, we have the best pass D in the league. We're going to play our base D. Come and get it. Well, here here's the problem that I see for Jacksonville is that Bill Bedcheck will not allow you to come into New England in January and put up any kind of big number. So they're going to have to hold the Patriots, I think, to like, I don't know, under 21 or under 24 points to win. 
Well, they put up a bunch on Pittsburgh, and I agree That's with not going to happen I, again. I, I agree with you. Belichick and the Patriots are better uh, than the Steelers, but the Patriots have had issues on defense for different parts of the Bet-check, year. Betcheck feasts on average to below average QBs. He's going to make a mockery of yeah, Bortles. Yeah, but here... Very likely, at least. Here's he, the thing. Fortunate son might pound the pill. That could be a problem. Blake Bortles is no elite quarterback. Everybody knows that. But with their run game... They do put him in situations to be successful where he doesn't have to be, uh, you know, some sort of savior making some amazing pass, splitting the splitting the defense. They but, set it up versus Bel- the run but, game, and he can he he can run. But Bedcheck will put him in the position where he has to do it. All right, quickly here before we get before we preview that game, which is essentially what we've done for the entirety of this podcast. I want to look back quickly on the Titans. Patriots game, which was well, there's just nothing a joke. to talk about. They went there. up seven nothing. And why? Then the why? Game was even, over. Why even talk about that? Game? Well, because I want to call the Titans fraudulent losers, and the, heads need to roll. Malarkey. We all one day that. after a reported extension for Malarkey, he got or he didn't get fired. They mutually agreed to part ways. Well, I'll which say is one this. of the most annoying we, phrases in sports. By we all way. thought they'd be one and done. They exceeded our expectations by having the comeback since the biggest comeback since the miracle in Tennessee or whatever the hell the first one was called. But they they didn't go below my expectations. I didn't expect them to beat the Pats. A, a couple things that jumped out in that game to me. One was a, a strange personnel decision by the Titans. They dressed only four defensive linemen for that game. When they released their actives and acts, they only had four defensive linemen. And that's weird lack of depth there for something where we all know you need to pressure Brady. Yeah. And they had guys like Arakpo um, getting off the ball early and in the game when they took the lead early. And then the guys just ran out of gas because they had no depth there. So you saw those guys get tired. That and you a all, weird personnel decision. You also saw the Pats run a lot of no huddle, not necessarily to go tempo for their own, you know, running the clock or, or any worries about that, but more tempo because they knew those D-line had no subs. So I think that was a weird strategic decision that Belichick capitalized on easily. And then the other thing that just happened during the game, uh, Mariota allegedly with a, some sort of a, a... I saw that. They changed their play calling because he got hurt. Or not even play calling, but if we noticed at the beginning of the game, he had a couple of those patented third down scrambles that he had done that extend drives. And he did that only in maybe the first quarter. And then after that, he got sacked a lot late in the game. What and that, was the injury? Something kind of I saw the report, quad right? contusion or something yeah. like that. Something that's not a long-term injury, but might have slowed down his mobility. Um, but when you see the Patriots getting a lot of sacks, you know something's wrong because they do not have a vaunted pass rush. And Mariota, you know, not that it would have changed the ultimate outcome of the game, but he's obviously him scrambling for first downs to extend drives. Obviously, a weapon for them, and he was kind of a sitting duck in the pocket in the second half. At the end of the first quarter, it was Titans seven, Patriots nothing. After that, quarters two and three, they outscored him twenty-eight to nothing. Titans get a garbage time touchdown to make it 35 to 14. But I mean, I, I think that's pretty much what everybody expected. I didn't expect the Patriots to win by that many. I mean, 21. What was the spread on that? Probably 10? 13 and a hook. Really? All, Still would have covered. Also, the way they feasted, the Patriots, as we know, have a lot of multiplicity on offense. They look at where you're weak and they kind of pick you apart. Jaguars were the worst team in the NFL this year in defending passes to the running back. They did not defend guys well out of the backfield, and <coughs> Patriots exploited that. We had Deion Lewis with nine catches, James White with four. They, the Titans, right? The, the Titans were the worst, excuse me. And the Patriots exploited it 13 passes to the running backs. I mean, they were really just kind of death by a thousand paper cuts, dinking and dunking and letting them run after the I'm catch. I'm so tired of the Patriots. God, I hope they lose. Uh, moving on to the Jaguars-Steelers game. Gentlemen, if I had told you the Steelers score 42 points, Roethlisberger throws for 469 yards and five touchdowns, you tell me the result of that game is what? I would say 42-14 to 14 Steelers if you had told me that. 
I mean, anyone who had the alternative over Jacksonville over 44 and a half for 28 to one, you literally turn that guy into your local doctor's office. The guy's a maniac. Did you say that's not even available? I, I doubt it is. But if they did, I'm just joking. The fact that they put up 45 is outrageous. And anyone who foresaw that. I, if it was the Salem witch trials, you'd have him on trial. You'd well, say, you'd say this guy's got a crystal goddamn ball. Yeah, I'd say, what are you on? And can we can we lock you far away from me because you scare me? Like when Harry met Sally, I'll I'll have what she's having. Stone. When well, she had like an except the, at the exact table. opposite. <laughs> did Did you see though? This was actually in his tongue in cheek. But Calais Campbell, after their first round victory over the Bills, when somebody was asking him, you know, did you win this game? Ugly. Was it a rough game? Blah 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 blah. And he said. We'll take it any way we can get it. If the defense has to do it, the offense says we won today. Ten, we'll take it ten three. We'll take it forty five to forty two. Literally said half joking, but ended up saying the exact score of this week's game forty five to forty two victory. That's so amazing. Calais Campbell, call. Go ahead and search YouTube if you want to see that clip. But it's a hilarious clip to watch in retrospect because it's uh, pretty pretty freaky that he named the score exactly. Got, we got to reach out to Calais Campbell on Twitter for stock advice. Say hey pal. <laughs> What's the Dow Jones going to drop on in four days, and what stocks are going to be up? Any way you want it, that's the way you need it. Isn't that like a jingle or something? Oh, yeah. Calias oh. Campbell hammered exact score 45-42 overseas books. I think, I think everybody was shocked by that. I think most people, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, because I've actually heard a lot of people arguing the other side. I was rooting for the As a guy that hates the Patriots— I was rooting for no, the Steelers. No, I'm going to stop you there. The Jags have, are going to give the, the Patriots a potentially harder time than the Steelers. because That's what I was going to ask if you no, allowed me to finish the I question. I know. That's why I cut you off, because I knew where you're going. And, and you I'm, think the Jaguars have a better chance of beating the Patriots let, than the let Steelers? Me, let me ask you this, Bill. Who has beat the Patriots in the playoffs, and what was their formula that they did it with? It was the New York Giants. Did they do it with a high-powered, star-studded offense? The Ravens offense? have beat them. The Jets have beat them. The Steelers have beat them. The Broncos have beat them. Okay. All of those teams had elite defenses and low-scoring offenses. What you need to beat Brady is a good defense where his where you can jam the wide receivers and get pressure on him and disrupt the timing of his routes because they're all dialed in with their timing. So you disrupt a little timing, you get a little pressure in the A-gap, and he's beatable. Otherwise, you, you chalk it up, you go home. Here's the kicker. Jacksonville is more fit to do that. I hope you're right. No, I hope I, that you're I, right. I assure Are you, you I'm be betting right. on the Jags? If the if they steam upwards of ten, I will probably take the points. What is it right now? Nine. Nine. It opened at, but I haven't looked again. Fair you, enough. You will see. I mean, it's no surprise. Obviously, Patriots with Brady, future Hall of Famer, blah blah blah. blah number one pass offense in the league this year. Jacksonville, number one pass defense. That's strength for strength, right? We also know Patriots on defense. They were thirtieth in the league against the run. That's down near the bottom. The Jags. We know they want to pound it. They want to feed fortunate sons. So if you look at it, not to say that the Jags are obviously not a better team than the Patriots, but their strengths match up with what you need to counter Brady and the Pats. Where I think, does fortunate son come from again? I know it's Leonard. Uh, Leonard. If I was, if I was uh, the Jags running back coach or OC, I would be telling fortunate son first quarter and change, maybe even the it's whole Fortnite, right? First of all. Yeah. Okay. I would be we telling call him fortunate, but where does fortunate son come from? It's a, it's a my song, question. man. I don't know the actual, well, you can't just say it's a song. Credence Clearwater Revival, Bill, if you're not familiar with that My musical. My mom has a CD. Any Hoosers, Billy. Can I, tell, can I get back <laughs> yeah, to it? Yeah, go a, ahead. If I was this, the, and this is a tiny little inshoot of If I Were Coach yeah. in this segment. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm getting it in there. That. that was a hit. Uh, so if I were the coach, I would tell Fournette, first half maybe, when you get the rock, don't avoid hits. 
at the end of the play, run into these guys as hard as you can on Easy for you to say. Oh yeah. Did did you shave years off your life? Did we see the highlight though? One of the best highlights of the NFL season earlier in the year where uh Fournette was going down the sideline and a safety was coming up and he literally motioned with his hand and said, come get some and lowered his shoulder. That was a beautiful <laughs> moment doing exactly what Hank's calling for him to do. I would tell him, hey, you remember when you called for the safety to come? When, when you hit that A-gap, you look for their linebacker and put your helmet into his numbers. We, uh, we, we have seen, though, throughout the year, uh, the Jags defense got the Saxonville nickname with all the QB pressure that they had. I don't think it's just getting pressure on Brady. I think it's a particular kind of pressure. Two things. You need to beat him with your front four because if you send the blitz, he'll identify and find the open man. So you need to get pressure with just that front four. And you need to get pressure up the gut. Brady has great pocket oh, yeah. presence. So if That's you're coming I've been saying, A gap. I'm hearing you. But if you're coming wide around the end, you you're you're liable to have him step up in the pocket to avoid it. So you need pressure up the middle in his face. And that's something that if anybody can do it, the Jags have a lot of a lot of physicality, a lot of depth on defense, and a lot of athletes to come after him. I certainly hope that you're right. I'll tell you this. And I like how mean the Jags are too. You know, I I, I think they're they have a competitive nature about them. I think they'll come out like they'll compete. Again, it is sobering that they gave up 545 yards of offense to Pittsburgh and also that they needed every bit of what they had. They needed every bit of the interception that they got. They had a fumble six and they end up winning by a field goal. That that's but a that rough score, road to That hell. score was closer than it appeared. They pretty much came in, punched him in the lips, first first order of business, and never let go of the reins. I'll but, tell you this. I love myself some uh, Jalen Ramsey. After the game, he said, I don't know why the Steelers were so confident. We smacked their ass the first time. We did it again. Then he said, we're going to the Super Bowl, and we're going to win that bitch too. That guy does not give a flying bleep, the, and the I love a, every his, second His A.J. It. Green interview is the best interview in football history. Basically told the guy his career was over, and he couldn't even understand he, why he would think he would succeed against guy him. Said, you're soft and you're scared and your time is up. Didn't uh, didn't he get ejected from that game? AJ yeah. Green. Oh yeah, for like punching Jalen Ramsey. He gets under people's skin. He Stone. is Stone. He he really he's like the Tupac of, of football. I love that, it. And that's what I I think he might be the guy that just gets under Gronk's skin. He was amazing against the Steelers. There was tons of tackles for losses, and uh, he was I mean he was all over the place. That guy's an absolute beast. The it'll, Jaguars' defense is no joke. It'll be interesting with this quote and prediction of going to the Super Bowl. We've seen Brady before, how he has a little bit of rabbit ears and listens when somebody talks trash, and will talk trash on the field to him. Oh, yeah. The, Remember the, he called Rex Ryan as an audible when Rex Ryan was talking shit about the Patriots before they played him? He had a Rex Ryan audible. He went up to that. Remember that Steelers guy? Yeah. He went and like pointed in his face yeah and he and threw to him on like through to through to the wide receiver that he was guarding on purpose and then went and pointed at him after the long touchdown. Fact. And then on the flip side, we had Richard Sherman taking it back to him with the post in the You Mad Bro picture on Twitter yeah. and everything. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if there's any yeah, Ted. Brady's, Brady's undercover. Oh, yeah. Undercover little shit hey, talker. Brady is as competitive as it gets. And if you didn't know that about him, you don't know about what it, you know, like all the guys who are the elite, elite guys, the one trait that they have in common is that if you go and sat down with the guy right now and he and said, hey, you want to play tiddlywinks? Guy will try everything he oh, can. I agree with you, you, but there's th- th- there's two different ways to handle that. The way that Brady does and the way that Drew Brees does. I believe that Drew Brees is just as competitive as Tom Brady. He's not. I'm saying I got Tom Brady's a little bit more lowbrow nope, than he's you not. think. Drew Brees is concerned about the community and his family. and uh, the Drew Brees is like a as good... If there's something wrong with that? I no. bet you Brady's concerned about the community That's what as well. I'm, he is not. Okay. Brady cares about one thing, Bill. Winning. By the way, tell the people what you texted. You have some 
some some pool running and then you picked the over and apparently Jacksonville took the over on by itself or whatever. What did you text that group thread? Uh, I said, go ahead and burn your under tickets. You were the only one that took the... No, there was another one person that took the over, but everyone thought it was going to be a a grind fest. And Jacksonville did it itself? Jacksonville covered the over themselves. What was the over? It was 40 at at kickoff. Oh, so Pittsburgh and Jacksonville covered it by themselves. I was just getting to that. They both (laughs) covered it. They more than doubled it. 87. Good God. Well, I hope you guys are right. I hope Jacksonville wins. Uh, I wonder, I was talking about this with Art, do the... Ratings of the Super Bowl fluctuate based on what teams are in it? Or is it just the Super Bowl and everybody watches no matter what? Like if Jacksonville and the latter. Philly make it. I think I think world events affect it more than the teams. Okay. I, I would agree with Hank. I think if you talk about something like the World Series or the NBA Finals with multiple games that people have to tune in, the actual participants affect but it. But because it's one game. Because it's one game, what it's not like you're going to skip the Super Bowl unless you have something against those teams. So, so typically, Giants, Jets wouldn't do better than Giants. Jets would Giants Philly. Jets would be a, a ratings bonanza. Two New York teams. No, but, but I'm saying, saying where can you, it can I it think get any, the Super Bowl doesn't matter. Can I think it, you could have. Jacksonville and oh, yeah. Houston or I think Jacksonville or whatever. Any two teams you put in the Super Bowl, I'm going to tell you it's a ratings bonanza. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, we'll see what happens. I'm, I, I, I just, I, I can't stand Brady. I'm, I'm a little bit torn. You guys know I hate more than I love when it comes to sports. Do I want the Patriots to get to the Super Bowl just so they can lose? But I can't no. take that chance because they were up 28 to 3. They were down 28 to 3 last year and they won. There's been the, the idiot Seahawks didn't run the ball Here's on the what one you yard do to line make your life won. easier. You just tip your cap to Brady. You acknowledge that him no, and Bedcheck. can't stand him. He ruins my life. George can't stand you. Costanza is just him and Be- him and Bedcheck are 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 history in the making, man. All right, well we got a bunch of stuff to get to. McCutcheon goes to the Giants and I'm just reading after the Niners signed Ken Norton Jr. to be the linebackers coach for the Niners. Now he's going to be the defensive coordinator for the Seahawks. We got a bunch of stuff to get Can't to. Have it. We will do it all. Follow us on Twitter at No Work Today. K N O W Work Today. Go to the website www.noworktoday.com. Also, we're brought to you by the Lumber Baron. Go to thelumberbaron.com. Use the promo code No Work Today for ten percent off your next order. For Sal, for Hank, I'm Bill. We'll see you next time. Holla.